Uh, welcome to a very special bonus episode of Disney Plus Reviews. Uh, technically, Jack, this is not uh, a movie that's on Disney Plus, at least not right now. It will be. And it will be one day. It was made by Disney. <laughs> uh, this is our uh, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler episode of uh, Star Wars Episode Nine. If you have not seen The Rise of Skywalker, please go away. Watch that movie and come back and listen to it this. Pause on this and come uh, back. We are going to spoil everything. Spoiler uh, about this movie. So spoiler. Uh, yeah, definitely spoiler warning. Um, spoiler. You have been warned. We are going to jump into uh, our thoughts and mm-hmm. review of yes. the of the movie. Um, before we get into the nitty gritty details of yeah. the movie, here's what I want to know from you, Jack. Sure. Uh, how much did you enjoy this movie, yes. and where does it rank for you amongst the Star Wars movies? Let me tell you, I made a list. I made a you list did. of the Star Wars movies. Wow, Grant Youngsma, you. friend of the show, friend of uh, ours in general, oh, yeah. asked me about this movie, and I made a list. And I will tell you, and I'm going to let you then make your decision of how you think, I, what you think I think of this movie. Okay. Here is my list i mean i kind of know what you think of the other movies so i'm gonna have a yeah. pretty good idea exactly mundo let me see my list here i scrolled past it all right here's my list top this is from best to worst okay empire strikes back okay a new hope number two okay number three return of the jedi number four revenge of the sith number five I, uh, hold on for a second i didn't know you thought that highly of revenge of the sith you finally, really like that movie i finally got to see darth vader yeah that's, I finally got to see true. Darth Vader. What that's a payoff! True. Yeah, you knew that would at least be a good movie because you got to see Darth Vader. I didn't. I wouldn't. I liked. I liked Samuel L. Jackson. Like yeah. in, in that role. Yeah, he was perfect for that role. I like Palpatine. I'm okay with Palpatine. Right. So remember that when I'm talking here today. Yeah. I love Palpatine. Snoke in general. I was like, what? Yeah, I, I I want Palpatine. Let it be said, I also love Revenge of the Sith. I just didn't I didn't think that you liked no. any of the prequel no. movies as much as that. No. Anyway, okay, continue. So here, let me recap: Empire Strikes Back, New Hope, Return of the Jedi, Revenge of the Sith, Force Awakens, Rise of Skywalker, Attack of the Clones, Phantom Menace, The Last Jedi. Wow. Okay. Phantom Menace has Darth Maul in it. Phantom Menace. Wow, you, you, uh, has, like, you like the fa- has, you like Phantom Menace more than the Last Jedi. Yeah, Last Jedi sucks. Whoa, I, I cannot shots, shots fired. I cannot tell you enough, folks. I'm sorry. I will not. I refuse to pander and have you tell me. <laughs> I go to a Star Wars movie like I go to eat. Let's say I go to a pizza restaurant that I want to go eat pizza at. Uh-huh. I don't want you to come out and be like, "Well, listen, this is a pizza restaurant, but here." Why don't you try this new veggie, veggie pita we made? Why would I want that when I came here to eat this pizza? And that's going to be the overarching theme when I talk about uh, Rise of Skywalker. Go your turn. Okay, tell me your list. Do you have your list? Um, I don't. I haven't thought it through. So I, I uh, let me just. I'll just basically answer the question quickly by saying my list is almost exactly the same as your list. Um, I liked I liked the last Jedi a lot better than you did. A lot of people I, do. Yeah, I, I I'm def- not. If you like it, that's great. I'm not going to rip on you for liking it. Yeah, I understand why people like it, but so, as as a Star Wars movie, I don't know why you have to feel like why they had to feel like Ryan Johnson. I, I hate he gets a lot of blame. Who cares? I would love to have had that job to do that movie. Right. Great. All I'm saying is, why do you have to? 
he's made the comment of, well, it's okay to challenge your fans. Yeah, sure it is. If we're talking about high art, we're talking about Star Wars. Yeah. We're, it's a it, it's a formula that has been in place since 1977. It's Coca-Cola. When they made new Coke, how long did that last? <laughs> Not very long. And they brought right. Coca-Cola back. Yeah. And so then J.J. Abrams has left trying to pick up the pieces. And trust me, Rise of Skywalker is a very flawed movie. Very flawed movie. It, but it's Golden Corral where they're trying to find uh-huh. it's a smorgasbord. Yeah. Anyway, we'll go into that. I'm sorry. I, I think, don't want to I think I'm following you through all the analogies there. I get it. <laughs> like, I understand why people like Last yeah. Jedi. It's different. I, it's, it's a different movie. I just didn't need that different movie. Yeah. So Aaron Dicer, uh, who's also on the same yeah. Studio DNA network. Yeah. Um, I I'm pretty sure he has Last Jedi, Jedi as number one. I I think I think that's oh, I his, his favorite. I understand why. Um, uh, Andrew Ormsby has um, the Last Jedi as his dead last. So I hate he, it. Yeah. So and, and I would and I, then there's everybody in and, between. And so. I've known both those guys for a while. Yeah. And I've always known this for a fact that Andrew and I are a lot closer on things. Than Aaron and I are. Yeah, like we're more polar opposite on a lot of things. So yeah, yeah. like, like I get it that Andrew and I are a lot closer on those th- th- on movie type things, and it a lot of it's just I'm not that refined. So like like when it comes to my tastes and movies and things like that, and there are certain things I like that I think people would be like surprised that I like. Yeah, but man, like when it comes to this, I I'm not go I I can't I'm gonna say it again. I go to an NFL game. I'm not looking for you to play polo at that NFL game. I want to watch the NFL. So don't don't ch- change up the rules or what we're – why? Yeah. It was weird to me. Like that last Jedi was like, dude, why? Yeah. And don't I, give I me – I would say – And don't give me that Ryan Johnson is some sort of a refined person. He made Looper. His biggest movie is Looper. Have you ever seen Looper? Yes, I have. Yeah, it, uh, huh. it's a not very good movie. Anyway, I don't know why they get let him be a director. Anyway, go ahead, continue. Um, Sorry, you're gonna I get think, a lot of this. I think by for the me, uh, the Last Jedi is somewhere in the middle. I I, <laughs> I don't I don't love it as one of the best. I don't think it's anywhere close to the best Star Wars movie. Um, but there are other Star Wars movies that I, I like less than the last Jedi for sure. Um, I actually just watched the last Jedi. I, I watched it within the last seven days. So, um, my thoughts on her are, are still pretty recent on yeah. it. Um, I will say that I liked it less the second viewing. Um, like uh, the problems that I had with it were more pronounced in this, the second mm-hmm. time. Um, but I, I think here's, here's what, here's, I, I want to say this. So everyone understands kind of where I'm coming from with this new cast. Um, Ray, and this may surprise you, Jack. I don't know, but uh, Ray is my favorite Star Wars character of all time. I love her. Yeah, and I want you to know that too. Yeah. When Force Awakens came out, I was like, "This is great. This is perfect. Yeah. This is perfect. Yeah. I love it. I, you know what I'm saying? Like Force Awakens. Obviously, you heard my list. It's not in my. Is it my top five? It's number five, basically. Yeah. Okay, so it's not even, in my eyes, even better than and, Revenge of the Sith. So, and for, for those of you who are listening but I like to us that, her. that maybe aren't familiar with Jack's, me and Jack's history and stuff like that, we grew up with the, the original trilogy. Like, yeah. we're, we're both old enough <laughs> that we watched those yeah. movies over and over again. We were both in our te- college years by the time even the, pr- the first prequel I, movie came out. Yeah, so, the very... Very, so, like yeah, you, you would think that for us, like the the pinnacle of like the characters in the show would be like Han Solo or Luke Skywalker, and and granted, those are two of my they favorite are. favorite guys as well. But for me, Ray no, is I, my favorite character, in the, I, and the I whole, love her. And I am 
And I said this again, if you guys, if you want to hear me rant about Last Jedi, go over to the Horror Movie Podcast. We covered the the Last Jedi like two, technically two separate times. Yeah. And my rant is not the typical, oh, the mansplaining. Oh, it's the blah, blah, blah that people rant on. It's just the story kind of crap. Yeah. And it, not only that, like, like John Boyega's character, I mean, you talk about, I mean, a character that could have been the, even better. And then J.J. Abrams, it, he can't even in the end pay him off like I feel like he should have. Yeah. He started off down this path that, like, there was a point after Force Awakens when we all kind of thought, he may have, he may be a Jedi. Right. There's a shot. Right. Poe Dameron's character was kind of Han Solo-esque, but you don't know as much about him, right? Mm-hmm. Ray's character is very strong. She's kind of like, you know, we talked earlier about Baby Yoda, like on the previous episode of this show, and how he just in, intuitively has this ability. Yeah. Well, now, Ray is at, in Force Awakens. Ray just... She's unbelievably powerful. How does powerful. she have this power? Yeah, she... Well, and... I, and I, you know, I'm kind of rehashing a couple of things I heard on Sif Pop to, earlier today, yeah. but um, they were talking about how, like, it's it's not it's not a hard. By the way, Andrew hated Rise of Skywalker, <laughs> hated it. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, uh, it's it, too much. It, I I admit a- that Andrew's, movie is this movie. Hey, Rise of Skywalker is too much. Yeah, but I know why it's too much. Yeah, like yeah. I get why it's too much. We we need to get to Rise of Skywalker here in a second. Sorry, but, my uh, Jack. Rings. No, that's fine. I I'm glad we talked about the uh, the. Last Jedi, just because it, it feeds right into this movie. But um, one of the things that Aaron was talking about, as far as and this is about the Rise of Skywalker, Ray is so powerful in the Rise of Skywalker, which bothered Andrew because he was like, "Hey, she's had like zero to no training." I think mean, Leia basically has been her Jedi master, right? And she can do all these things that no other Jedi can ever do. Um, and he just couldn't buy into that. Aaron's thought was, hey, maybe she's just like Yoda. Like, she literally has the ability to be ex- so, like, the force is so strong with this one, yeah. with, with Ray, <laughs> to use uh, yeah. Star Wars lingo, yeah. um, that she doesn't need a lot of training. Like, she could just do stuff, yeah. and no one has to teach her how to do it. She can just do it. She yeah. just knows how to do it. Yeah. Um, I mean, someone that had to be the first Jedi, right? Like, in the history of Jedi. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, I mean, technically, yeah. <laughs> At any rate, um, so. I, I just I don't have a problem with that stuff. Like when I see Ray doing things that no one has ever done, uh, I get excited. Like I, there there are two ways to take that. There's there's to be offended by like you know hey she hasn't been trained, meh. and then the other way to take it is just like hey that's so cool that she some can do of them it. are more trained and, and it's like it's like in life, folks. Like hey, some professional athlete. Let's use them as an example, or it could be a chef, or it could be I mean you pick somebody, mm-hmm. someone who's really good at, at, at using technology or fixing technology that sort of thing. Some people are naturally ad- more adept than other people. Yeah. That's not to say that person B can't work harder right. and become really good at it. Right. Ray, in the first movie, is able to lightsaber duel and uh, and beat Kylo Ren, and he has trained his entire life. He's been trained by Luke <laughs> Skywalker. Yeah. He is blood relatives to Luke Skywalker. And then he was trained by Snoke, who, spoiler alert, in this movie was actually Palpatine training him through that. You don't really get two better teachers other than if Yoda had pitched in and mm-hmm. Obi-Wan was there. And, does that make sense? Yeah. So, yeah. Well, let's, so, let's, let's not forget Anakin. I mean, like, yeah. in, in The Phantom Menace, you know, it's not not our favorite movie, but, uh, you know, he's what, like nine or ten years old yeah. in that movie? And that's pod and, racing. Like, yeah, that's pod racing. Uh, and he's, 
he's too young for the for the Jedi Academy. Like there's like no, he's not old enough. Like he can't he can't go in there and start his training. It was like, but he's ready. Like he's he's light years yes. ahead of any of these other kids. Um, yes. So let him let him train. Right. And so there's obviously there's precedence for some people just being very adept with the force yeah. without any training. Yeah. So I I didn't have any problem with that yeah. at all. Um, but that, that is one thing I, I, I've heard some people have some beef with. But um, let's get into The Rise of Skywalker. So um, re- regardless of how you feel about The Last Jedi, there uh, there was an immense goal, I, I felt like, for J.J. Abrams to cram as much as he possibly and, could and I, and into I, a two-hour and 20-minute movie to finish this thing off. And I feel like that in itself, what you just said, is what doomed this movie. Yeah. To... To have to be a reactionary tale of The Last Jedi. And here's the thing about Last Jedi. I've seen it four times. Okay? I It it set this whole thing on a different path than what J.J. And that's obvious now. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. That is way obvious now. Well, let's, like, let's, the, let's pause for a second yeah. and just say that the, the, the way that they structured this thing with three different directors, it was originally three different. Why? Like, even J.J. Abrams was not supposed to direct the third but movie. But why did they do that? Yeah. It is the most asinine thing I've seen what, in a long time. What did they think? It, people complain about... Here's, here's what I'm going to tell you, folks. I feel bad is, for the cast. This is how Jack's brain works. And I'm like it or not, this is how Jack's brain works. George Lucas is a genius. George Lucas... Yeah. Love it, hate it, whatever. He was the person that dictated how things worked. Oh, yeah. And whether you like it or not. The buck stopped with him. We talked earlier today on another podcast about professional wrestling. Okay? Vince McMahon, love him, hate him, whatever. The buck stops with Vince McMahon. Walmart. Okay? All the way up into the 90s. When in the heyday of Walmart, where there there is no competition, there is only Walmart. But long before there was Amazon, Sam Walton makes the decisions. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Bill Gates at Microsoft, I could, I could go on right, blah blah right. blah blah. When you start to fracture that off and say, okay, look, we're gonna let you do this and you do this and you, and that yeah. that that right there, I think is what. I think in theory, they're like, it's Star Wars. No one can screw this up. So the one person that, that kind of holds that title at Disney is Kathleen Kennedy, right? She's she's kind of the person that presides over Star Wars. But she's not... Um, Creative mind about Star Wars. She, Yeah, well, yeah, and she's also not micromanaging it like, like a Kevin Feige would. And that's where they missed out. Kevin yeah. Feige. I've heard many people online say that, that Kevin Feige... Is Marvel heads up Marvel? He's the mastermind of he is the mastermind. all of the stories. And Kathleen Kennedy's it sounds like is never never going to be that for Star Wars. My question to you is if we could go back in time and get John Favre to do oh that'd be awesome this trilogy oh that'd be awesome and then turn JJ Abrams or even say JJ Abrams you're in charge yeah I would make either one of those kind of the the Kevin Feige of of Star Wars just kind of preside over everything every decision like everything needs to go through me. Before it gets stamped and approved. But even Star Trek made J.J. Abrams the person for for Star Trek for the first two. And then he got, you know, he looked he looked across the, you know, room and there's this <laughs> very attractive Star Wars that he wanted to go talk to. And he sauntered over there and talked to her. Yeah. And then they bring in is it Simon Pegg that did the third one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? And right. Simon Pegg, great, whatever, but whatever. So long story short. I think we the lesson here is 
one person running it is the best way to go to do it. To have too many people, too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah. No thanks. So so um, let me let me kind of um, sorry my rants. That's right. Let, let me punctuate what I was saying a second uh, ago with an, a quick anecdote. So I was looking on some website and it was a spoiler page where they were kind of go going over some moments they loved, some moments they hated, and they're like, oh yeah, in this one scene, blah blah blah, whatever, and. It had only been like 24 hours had transpired since I'd seen the movie. And I was like, I forgot that happened in the movie. Like that's how much stuff happens yeah. happens in this movie from front to back. Yes. Like that there was a scene that they were talking about and I was just like, oh my gosh. Like it was the, what it was, it was the scene where they go, they, they go through the quicksands in underground, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And they, they encounter that snake like creature, or whatever. It's like, I forgot that she even speaks, happened. She speaks parcel tongue. Parcel. <laughs> and uh, she, she, she heals it. Yeah. Which is a uh, biblical, it's, you know, <laughs> King David. Yeah. But like that, that scene uh, is, is a really cool scene and, and I really liked it, but it got lost in everything else. Like there's so much happens that in, in that two hours, they only had 140 minutes to tell this whole thing. And it is an, it is an amazing amount of information that yeah. gets thrown at you. And that's really like my main negative with the movie. I, I have a lot, a ton of positive things. Um, I, I actually we haven't really kind of talked if, you know how much we like the movie. Overall, it's a win for me. I I, I would give it like a you know a B B plus. Like I, I really liked it. Um, there's enough issues that I have with it that I can't quite give it that A plus rating. But oh. like it's um the the uh, the biggest the biggest negative that I have, and I think I would honestly would grade it even higher if there was just less things that happened in the movie. It it just felt so scattershot. Like there's so many things that so many like loose ends that had to be tied up and. Like we have to finish this guy's story and this guy's story. It's like you guys started way too many threads, yeah. Yeah. and now you have to finish all those threads before he this chased, timeline. Like he's chasing some rabbits there sometimes, and, it, and, and because he I feels like to, he has to. Yeah, and I was ta- talking to Jessica, and she's like, "Well, how's this compared to like Endgame?" I was like, first of all, Endgame had three hours to tie up every loose end." Um, but even in, mm, and then even technically. It was two movies. Yeah, and, and that's the other thing I said is like there was less story to wrap up in Endgame. Like, I, it was a lot more focused, and they still had three hours to, yeah. to to tell that focused ending. Yeah. So um, that said, I think the things, some of the set pieces in this movie, I think are some of the greatest in the whole series, all Star Wars movies. Um, Ray, uh, I I loved her going into this movie before the movie before the crawl even started. I loved her. By the end of this movie. It solidified for me. I was like, she is one of the greatest characters, not not just in Star Wars, but on in film. Like, I, I just, I absolutely love her character. She literally cannot do any wrong, right. and, and there's almost nothing like, like with Luke Skywalker or uh, even Han Solo to a certain extent. Like, I like ninety percent of what that character is, but then yeah. you look at Luke Skywalker and like his whiny moments of of New Hope, and just like. <coughs> I really hate that guy. <laughs> like, and there's, and with, but when I look at Ray, I see almost nothing. Everything that she does, everything that she says makes perfect sense to me. And it fits with her character. And I, this movie was the, cl- the climax, the pinnacle of her character. And I was so worried that they would screw it up. And yeah. I thought JJ Abrams did a perfect job with her. Like, it, it was so good. <coughs> um, did you feel like, did you feel like okay? So where, where are we really at here? Where or do we want to go know, beat by beat? I don't. I don't. Can I, can I tell you this right now? We about would this be movie? here for an hour and a half if we went beat by beat. I don't even know if we could do it and then that that amount, Phil. Because like I, yeah. I, we, you and I wrapped like you and I have talked about movies beat for beat, like hundreds of movies. Yeah. 
Brad, this one is like one that are like, I don't even know where it's to begin. It'll take a couple Let hours to go through. Highlights. I want to. I want to hit like some of our favorite scenes, um, some of the things that we felt was was well wrapped up, and then and then I mean, if if you have negative things too, like oh, I, oh, hate, I have lots. I hated this character. Like, I have lots. Well, no, I have lots of things, and it's not really a character. Yeah. Um, I think that the there's some weird stuff that goes on, like um, the uh, space jump. What's he calling this? Oh yeah, the space jump part. Uh, skipping. Right. Yes. Uh, speeds. Warp skip. What? What's he calling it? Um, Light skipping. Yeah. That sounds stupid. That can't be called that. What does he call it? I don't remember. Someone's yelling at their at their in their <laughs> earbuds right now. Um, um. Anyway. Okay. So, what do you think of that? I okay. Here's what I'll say about that. I don't think it should work. But if he's doing it, how? In the Lord's name, light speed skipping. Light speed skipping. How in the Lord's name are the Tie Fighters doing it too? Yeah, yeah, I thought so. I thought that too. There was a point where he kept skipping to different places, right? And then he would skip, and there in the background, gliding behind him, was the Tie Fighters, and it looked like. I, I, have you ever seen Wayne's World and like when Wayne is they're like well here we are like he's like let's go on a trip we're going to <laughs> Texas ride them rope and cowboy and there's a new background yeah. and they're like oh now we're going to Delaware we're in Delaware it was like that like where they're like uh-huh. different scenery yeah. and in the background the TIE fighters are still with them how are those guys doing it Yeah, how did they figure it out here. like the on the uh, in the original movie or not in the original movie in Last Jedi they had the main ship. They couldn't outrun. They couldn't light speed jump away from the Star Destroyer because it had a tracking beacon on them. They were trying to get the tracking be- beacon turned off. Mm-hmm. Good, for, you know th- that. That's why. So I'm. We are left then to believe in order for those Tie Fighters. Now we've we've got tracking be- beacons on the Millennium Falcon, and they're able to track in that small of a ship. Like it's too yeah. many. That was one of the worst sequences in the movie. It for was me. weird. It gave credence to Poe Dameron being a great pilot, and and it was fun to watch. And and um, I loved Ray's reaction. She's like, "What you light you light skip light speed skipped with the Falcon? The Falcon, Falcon yeah. can't do that." Yeah, and he's like, "I just did it." And, and so that was kind of a cool little interaction. Yeah, but then when you really stop, and here's the problem with the movie is like it doesn't really give you time to stop and think about anything that's happening. Oh, I know. Like it's just a constant roller coaster ride, just hanging on for your life. Yeah, Amanda, but, Amanda, and I have been unwrapping this movie now for the last you know. Three days well, or whatever we saw, and it. that's why I think I think almost I don't want to say this for everybody across the board, but I feel like almost all people that see this movie are going to like it the best when they are leaving the theater, and then when they really stop and, and kind of sit with the movie for a couple days, they'll come back and and I think their thoughts will cha- have changed a little bit. Yeah, like if you just watched the movie an hour ago, yeah. and you're listening to this. Um, come back in a couple of days and see see oh, what you still yeah. think about it. Because I was way higher on the movie when I first left the theater, and I'm still really high on it. There's just like some things I've been thinking about since watching the movie. I'm just like, oh, that was kind of dumb, or they didn't fully explain that. Oh, and they just jumping around, and like the added characters were like, who's this? Yeah, what is this? What's I, happening? I, I love. Where are we? Here's what I think about the new, let's let's go to new characters. I I what I like about. Star Wars mm-hmm. is that they can introduce a new character that that go that, down to that cast there and we'll that, look through that, that list of people introduces a new dynamic, a new kind of feel for what you're watching. It it, it introduces some variable into to a scenery that would normally would be kind of paint by numbers. 
the problem with this movie with new characters is that I loved the new characters, but we we spent so little time with them, and I'm afraid we'll never see them again. <laughs> and so yeah, and 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 there were several in this too. The um, now you got to see Lando Carrozzi is not a new character, but you got to see him come back. So Carrie, Carrie Russell was uh, Zori Bliss, right. um, who's um, she kind of felt like a bounty hunter. She's kinda... a supposed love interest. <laughs> yeah, uh, but she's like a smuggler person, love interest of Poe, a pilot. Um, she has a cool. I love her suit. Yeah, I loved it. It looked very much like a Fortnite character. That's what Miller and I were oh, talking about. It looks like a very much like a Fortnite character. Um, um, Jana, the Jana Aki character, or Naomi Aki Jana, is the love interest that we've now been forced Finn into. Which she was the weirdest what new character. Happened to Rose. Tico, Tyco or Tico? How do yeah. you pronounce her name? Dude, I felt so bad for her as an, they a- as an actress. They that character. Yeah. And just... Sidelined. Oh, turned it into like... I don't know what it was. Like, I, I don't know. Like like the equivalent of like a background character. They, they had a couple kind of quick winks and nods between Finn and her, and that was about it. And I felt so bad for Rose. I, I Kelly Marie Tran, like, I... I know you didn't care for the last Jedi. I, I, I didn't. Not her. Not her. I love her. No, no, no. Her acting was so good. Not, in, in not her. Ride. I didn't. Her story that they threw her into. Yeah. When they're chasing off to the casino planet, <laughs> right. To lecture me on war and social issues in a galaxy long ago, far away, <laughs> that somehow correlate with our current one. Right. What? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. not her. It's just. I, why? I felt bad. But I, I liked her that she was strong in that in that role. I liked yeah. her and Finn together. We're okay to put it's okay to put her and Finn together yeah. and have her in this role. Yeah. Instead of adding this new person. I, I feel like um Jara Jara Jana Jana um could have easily been replaced with just Rose. Why like, didn't they? I don't yeah. understand it. Yeah, it was really weird to me. Uh, that that had to have been a J.J. Abrams thing. I almost wonder if it was originally was written for Rose and then it got rewritten for Jana. Um, kind of a weird thing. I, I felt like that was uh, needless information. Like it was new information that they wanted to introduce that just clouded, like just threw even more plot into an already thick movie. They they She was a group of former stormtroopers that also lost their programming and... She's they bit, just so happen, just she's, so happen, she's basically a female Finn to live on the moon of Endor. Yeah, um, where they could help them. You get this skith across the great sea to the old Death Star. A, a very convenient that they were there. Very convenient that she was a former stormtrooper. Very convenient that she and Finn now are in love. Yeah, happened very fast. Like too fast. <laughs> Um, I liked the new um, general, Allegiant General Pride. He's kind of the, the guy that uh, essentially takes over for Hux. He does. Um, now, he's out of nowhere. He's another character that, comp- okay, Last Jedi, I ripped on how they did with uh, Dern's character. Lord Dern. Yeah. Lord Dern's character. And they're like, and we're like, wait, who is this? Yeah. What about Admiral Akbar? <laughs> he's literally been the Admiral <laughs> Akbar for. A thousand years, he's still here. You know what I'm saying? And, and so I will say this about his character: Who, what he knew apparently about the Palpatine 
stuff at the end of the movie. Yeah. Because he just falls right in line with, sure, Necromancer brought back from the dead Palpatine. <laughs> I'm on board. Yeah. Of course we want to destroy millions and billions of people with these lasers. Yeah. <laughs> Um, let's, let's switch over to the, um, much longer cast list of than I was expecting of old characters. Oh yeah. So I, um, I did not, I don't know if I told you this before watching the, the film that I avoided trailers on this one. So I did see the, like the original teaser trailer that mm-hmm. launched like six months ago or whatever it was with her flipping over the TIE fighter. I watched Did it that have one. Emperor's Laugh? Uh, it did at the very end of it. So I, I, I knew that, that they were at least going to um, have him like appear as like a force ghost or some, some kind of like background character. Mm-hmm. But I did not see the most recent trailer at all before going to see the film. Um, I don't know if, if Lando is in that trailer or not, but I, I didn't know that Lando was going to be in it. Um, I didn't know that Han was going to be in it. Um, I figured Luke would be in then of course, Leia. Um, but we we had like a pretty long long. Uh, good sized laundry list of old characters. Yeah. Uh, Chewbacca was still very much a part of it. C3PO, R2D2 had smaller roles, but they were still in it. But C3PO's role was actually better in this one than it was the last one. Yeah, well, he's much more involved. Yeah, he's yeah. super involved. Funny, too, by the way. Yeah, and I really liked. Uh, that his little mini story arc of like we have to wipe wipe your memory. Yes, it was a little convenient. The Mac- the MacGuffin of like yes. like uh, um I I have the secret location of the Wayfinder, but I can't tell you. <laughs> was a little cheesy for me. Oh yeah. Um, but uh, what, by the time they wiped his memory. And uh, and then he's talking about like oh so and so my oldest friend <laughs> like the person he just met the which day is before. very very funny so funny yeah perfect uh, I I really liked that part of it and yes. um I was glad that they could restore his memory by the end of the yeah because film. it would have been horrible it, I, just leaving him as like just a blank slate I think would have been kind of dumb to end the the whole series but um but for the time period in which he basically was um you know tabula rasa uh-huh. <laughs> was really awesome yes. like I I loved watching three PO in that in that kind of role um what do Domino, you think gleason as general hux is also is always awesome um how about him being the mole do you does that even was, sync up at all like I, I it was i was okay with it until he died like in the next scene <laughs> but i was just like what was the point of that why didn't you just hop in with him yeah <laughs> go with these guys yeah that was a little weird um he's, he hey listen hux <laughs> has seen so many people forced <laughs> like they're choked and force choked and gunned down and sawed in half by Kylo Ren and the and Snoke and blah 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 blah. Did he really think he was gonna limp back and be like, "Oh, they they, they shot me. Uh, I don't know how they got away. I just..." Well, did he really think that was gonna work? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Anyway, uh, what did you think of Adam Driver? What did you think of Ben Solo, Kylo Ren's character I, arc? I love What'd it. You think? I I and uh, you know I don't know if you liked it or not, but um, for me like. The the two the strongest po- point of all three of the movies have been the two of them. Uh, the, anything any scene between b- between Kylo Ren and Rey, I am all in. Yes, like I I love every single second of the of their interactions. Yes. Um, you know all the the different theories of who they are. You know, are they blood related? Are they in love? All that kind of stuff. Like, I I eat all of it up. And um, they, the the those two actors like D- Daisy Ridley and Adam Driver are. So I think some of the most powerful acting that's that's been in the in the series as a whole. I I absolutely buy every single statement that they utter on screen. Um, so I I loved watching him. I honestly didn't have any problem at all with his turnarounds, with his struggle between good and evil, um, with uh, you know his uh, complicated 
you know, understanding of, of his relationship to Ray, like all that stuff. I loved it. Like I, I, for me, that is the main drama to to hang your hat on across all three films, even the last Jedi, uh, you know, there's parts of the last Jedi. A lot of people have trouble with, I don't hear a lot of people having trouble with the relationship between Kylo and Ray in the last. Jedi. Right. Uh, I think they have, they've always been the strong point of I these movies. Um, I think that his, the him following okay i liked hear me out when i say this i liked the kylo ren finding the beacon thing tracking it across the galaxy mm-hmm. to this hidden whatever bizarro alternate world thing that is impossible to get to treasure island yeah and um lost basically the island <laughs> yeah and it he is, is and it's by jj abrams so it makes sense <laughs> and I like that he got there, and it was like, guess who I am? I'm Palpatine, blah, 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 blah. Why did they give away Palpatine? They gave away Palpatine in the preview that you you heard the laugh. We all thought, well, Palpatine's back, or a Force Ghost is back, or yeah, something w- is back. I wasn't convinced that he was back in Flash. I think you and I even talked Do about Do you it. think talk, talk about that. that they should have not done that and should have just surprised us all with a... Here's Palpatine. He's back. I've been behind this the whole time. It's been me. Takes the mask off. It's been me the whole time, kids. You mean as, a, as opposed to just revealing it like literally during the crawl? But they, they, well, think about it how they did it. They reviewed it. They, they revealed something about Palpatine months in advance. Okay, gotcha. Then in the With crawl, the they're like, yep, you're right. He's back. Yeah, the dead live. Yeah. Yeah, I, it was, it was a little weird. Should to, they have just surprised just to us? launch with that? Um, would it have taken I'm, I'm even torn. longer to get to the point, place where we needed to go? I'm torn on that. I, I think in the 140 minutes that they had, I don't think that they had any choice other than just to launch with it at the very beginning of the movie. Because it, 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 it would have felt so forced like, like to like to introduce him as a character halfway through the movie and then end him like 30 minutes later. Are you know. at all embarrassed? And I'm hearing me out when I say this. I, I'm going to say this. And I'm... I just wish they had two more movies. Like I wish this movie could have been two movies. That would have been better. Yeah. <laughs> or just let JJ do the second one and let him do whatever he wants. <laughs> I would have had very little little problems with these if they were split up. But he literally, JJ Abrams literally came in late. Have you heard this? I mean, he came in late. Yes. Yeah. He to was trying to fix it from the ter- what's his name, Trevor or what's his name. I can't remember. He. He was Abrams was not originally slated no. to direct this movie at and all, and they just didn't like Star Wars. People were like, "This is bad. This yeah. is not what we want." And so they brought JJ in late. He has to redo all kinds of stuff, make it his own. Not only that, he also then looks at it and goes, "Well, when I did the first movie, I wanted to get to here. That second movie just drifted through space, literally at a slow, <laughs> literally." Here's the here's the thing. They drifted. The Imperial transport is basically OJ's high speed chase. <laughs> Why are the police not overtaking OJ's Bronco? Why are they literally? It's like spaceballs. It literally is like something from spaceballs. So he looked at that and thought, "How am I? How am I going to get from the beginning over here at Force Awakens that I did this, and then to where we need to go?" And he just the way he crammed that stuff in. It was like blinding at times. Yeah. Fun yeah. though. I enjoyed it. Yeah. You know why I enjoyed it? 
If he hadn't cra- I- if he hadn't crammed in so much into this movie, people would, c- would complain though. Why didn't you address this? Why didn't you wrap this up? Yeah, I, 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 I agree. Like he had no choice, and and that's sad because it's a Star Wars, and you go, man. Disney's going to get blamed for this, and I've already read some things where people are blaming. Look what Disney did. To, look what Disney did. To, stop. Like yeah. it's one. It's a movie. Who cares? Two. Come on. Like it's not like they set out to be like let's completely foobar this thing. Right. And anyway, but you know why? Can I tell you why I like this? Sure. All the things that were crammed in there. Ready for this? I walked in to Baskin Robbins. I walked in to Baskin Robbins. I wanted ice cream. And I just wanted ice cream. I just wanted a vanilla cone. But then I looked into the case, and there were like 100 million types of ice cream. I thought there was only 31. No. This is the new Baskin Robbins. <laughs> the guy looked across from me. Baskin Robbins is his name. He looked across <laughs> me. He goes, Jack, you can have all of the things in this case. And it's going to be right now. If you want them right now, eat them. Go ahead. And that's what J.J. Abrams do in this movie. He took everything Star Wars. There is Chewbacca. <laughs> there is Palpatine. There is, hey, a freaking two Ewoks at the end. Yes. Warwick was, Davis is back as an Ewok. That was, that was great. As Wylek or Warwick or whatever his name was, Ewok. <laughs> at the end, smiling at the thing at the end. Well, not to mention... Chewbacca got his medal that he didn't get from the first movie. Not, not to mention every Jedi's voice. Everything. <laughs> and, and all the things you want. You want some toppings? Oh, oh it just said, the sign just says, I just get sprinkles. All... The toppings. Michael Scott, you can have all the toppings on your pretzel. It's pretzel day. You get all the toppings. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whereas the last movie, they said, listen, it's Star Wars, but we want you to eat this kale. You love kale, right? No, Ryan Johnson, I don't want kale. No, you like kale. Here, have some kale. (laughs) Thanks, bud. (laughs) And J.J. Abrams comes and goes, look, guys, hey, I know what happened. I know the guy I turned the shop over to for this movie. He didn't do a very good job. He ran everybody off and made them all sad. All the toppings. You get all of it. Thanks, JJ. So if nothing else, in this movie, we got all the toppings we wanted. Thanks, bud. Let's talk about th- things we like from this movie. No, okay. <laughs> I feel like we've I been told you. really hard on it. But I told you. like you, you you walked out of this movie very pleased, right? I believe because because of what, exactly what I just said. Yeah. I liked him turning me the keys and saying, here's Star Wars. Yeah. You want to, hey, you wanted Star Wars? Everything that is Star Wars is now jam-packed into this box. Yeah. This, How long is this movie? This movie was very Star Wars. How long was this movie? 142 minutes? Yeah. You get 142 minutes of pure Star Wars. Yeah. And it was that. And it's sugary sweet. And it, it, at the end, you're like bloated by all the Star Wars. The, you know but what, you're like, oh gosh, thank You know what, God. W- what word I've seen repeated on more reviews of this movie than anything else <laughs> is the, the word nostalgia. And, oh, it, and it, it is on every review that you read of fan, this movie. Fan, fan service. service. Fan service nostalgia. Which I go back to this, and I've said this and a I, couple times. My thought of, on, on that is I'm totally okay with it. I am okay with that too. And people literally, I've read reviews of people just scorching this thing and go, it's just fan service the whole time. Who can I can I say can I say a, a bad word right now? Okay. Who the hell is supposed to be watching this movie then? <laughs> I mean, who the hell is supposed to be watching this movie? Yeah. It's Every fa- movie it's probably should be fan service, Phil. Yeah. If not for that, then every movie is going to be the the fifty thousand dollar gross movie that goes. It's an award winning classic. But all that Star Wars is built on is fans. 
Yeah. So if it's fan service, who the hell cares? Well, and and if you're not making this movie for fans, who are you making it for? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And critics sometimes they they get so locked in to well, it's not the critical blah blah blah. It's Star Wars. Yeah. I hate the Transformers movies, but man, I mean, there are people that there there's those things still making five hundred million, six hundred million. Mm-hmm. Billions of dollars overall in the franchise. Well, this, this movie's gonna make a billion dollars. Yes, easily. and so then you just go, "What do you even know?" Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. If it's if 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 we're talking about Brokeback Mountain, okay, the expectation for Brokeback Mountain is not to make a billion dollars. The expectation for mm. Brokeback Mountain is to be critically acclaimed for the reasons it's critically acclaimed. I don't even like that movie, but I'm giving you an example. Right, right. Okay, the Maze Runner series. Yeah. Which sucked. <laughs> it's based on teen novels. Yeah. Their only goal was to try to make a billion dollars. Yeah. And it didn't because it, it sucks. Yeah, but it made money. But it, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Critically acclaimed movies. Uh, what's the Winter's Bone? It's a good example with yeah. Jennifer Lawrence. Uh-huh. They didn't set out to make a trillion dollars. Yeah, they definitely did. Now, had didn't. they made a trillion dollars in the way, they'd have been like, well, I couldn't believe that happened. We spent forty million. We we spent $45,000 on this movie. Yeah. Sorry. I got some good rants so, about this. Fan service is a hilarious word to me. Because yeah. I go, what else is there? I, yeah. I, I don't know. Who are you making this movie for? Siskel and Ebert? Yeah, I I was totally fine with it. I I really I didn't have anything. I, I didn't oh, roll, it's, I didn't roll my eyes at hardly anything in the oh, movie. Trust me. I understand, and we talk about Aaron a lot on the show. We talk about Andrew on the show. Or, or we have in the past. You and I talk about them a lot. Yeah. But like, like I get them not liking it. Trust me. I understand. Oh, oh Aaron liked it. He really liked it. He liked it. this movie? Yes. I'm, see, yeah, I he, just don't even know what I'm doing then. Yeah, he really liked okay, it. Okay, I thought he didn't like it. No, it was Andrew that hated it. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, that... But, but I get why people you, don't like it. Yeah, I, you, you agree with Andrew on The Last Jedi, but you agree with Aaron on this so one. So weird. Yeah. So that's weird. The I get why people don't like this because it just it does too many things and it's like I don't know it's like a seizure at times yeah it's overload yeah um, but I enjoyed it so here you know who else loved here it? a few my son loves Star Wars now because of this movie oh yeah uh, for him this will be his this is it New Hope or Return of the Jedi it's weird yeah he he I, he will he will line up with this movie he the ta- same way that we do about Return of the Jedi he's talked about it for days yeah and he's never done that with Star Wars movies but I think that's maybe the other criticism that some people have is that this movie kind of rehashes some Return of the Jedi stuff yeah um, but much in the same way of The Force Awakens I don't know that I care I, I, I love I loved The Force Awakens and I loved A New Hope I love The Return of Jedi and I love this movie yeah I, I don't see see why you have to, one has to be exclusive of the yeah. other. Um, you, you can love both things. Yes, but, exactly. Uh, here are a few things that I liked uh, about the movie. Um, I really liked the um, watching Ray train. Like I, I loved the training sequences where she was like running through like the jungle um, type scenes and stuff like that. <laughs> she needed that. Yeah, I loved, every Jedi needs that at some point. Yeah, I loved uh, watching uh, quote. Master Le- uh, Leia was okay. awesome. Um, and that, I, I that, loved that. That was one of those things that The Last Jedi did because before The Last Jedi, we had no, we had no real inkling that she used had, the Force. Yeah, right. Some communication with Luke, 
Because they're twins? Yeah, I think we saw that in Return of the Jedi a little bit where like um, she senses something like, I think Luke uh, gets hurt or something like that and she kind of like pauses for a second. But, but they did a good job in this movie of showing that um, scene where Leia stopped her training because Luke was training her or whatever. Uh-huh. They were both young. Right, right. How about CGI, man? You yeah. do that. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, it's crazy that they can do that. Yeah, and they look young again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so then she's like, okay, I'm done. And that was a good way to get that other lightsaber to Ray. Where did Luke's? I didn't Luke destroy his lightsaber. How did it come back? I don't remember that. I think he destroyed his lightsaber in the last Jedi. Yeah, I yeah, I think so. Oh, I don't, I don't remember that. I don't know. Um, I liked that Leia had her own lightsaber. I yes. thought that was really cool. Um, and, and then the, that the payoff of that one is when Ray takes both lightsabers yes. to the and final dual, duel, dual wields them, yeah, which was really awesome. Um, How powerful was Palpatine, dude? Dude, it's unbelievable. Like, okay, before I, yeah. I, I was talking about Palpatine at the end, but yeah. um, one of my favorite scenes, it's a, it's a small scene, really, honestly. Uh, there are many more scenes to talk about with Ray's powers, but honestly, one of my favorite scenes with with Ray is, um, or very early on, thir- first 30 minutes of the movie, um, they're on that planet. They're trying to find this wayfinder. They, you know, quicksand, and they get out. Anyway, Chewie gets abducted. And he gets onto that ship, and the ship starts going away. And Ray reaches out a hand and grabs the ship as it's going into orbit. But what was that? A different ship? Yeah, it was. It was the wrong ship. Yeah, they did had, we they, see the other one get away? No, I mean it, it got away before she had a chance to even see the any of the ships. Figure it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like all they know, like she turns around and Finn just goes, "He's on that Ray, ship." Ray. Yeah. They took Chewie, and she looks up and she just sees the first transport ship that she can see in the sky. And grabs it with her hand yeah. and pulls on it. I was like, "Yes, like this is yeah, awesome." She's like, really powerful, and I love that. And then, of course, Kylo shows up, and then he's and they're having like literally a fight over who can a control ship. the ship, and they just rip it in half. Yeah, yeah, it was so awesome. Well, she she ends up using Force Lightning at that point, which she didn't even know that she could do, which and is a Sith. It's a Sith. Quality. It's a dark side thing, and so like in that moment, you're kind of left wondering, like, "Oh no, like is she going to go bad?" And and that actually comes up <laughs> quite a bit over well, the. You figure the out the big reveal that I guess you know the Palpatine's back situation. The actual big reveal is that man Ray is a Palpatine, right? That she's his granddaughter. It's yeah. so weird. Well, and and that that says a lot about. I feel like the one of the major messages, if not the message of the movie, was it doesn't matter where you come from, yes. what your lineage is. Yes. Um, what you were born to be, uh, you make your own destiny. You you can you yes. can carve your own path in yeah. life. Yeah. And um, Kylo throughout the entire film is not not really even trying to kill Rey. Yeah. He's trying to sway her over yeah. to the dark side. Yeah. And he says we can rule together. Yeah. And she even is starting to have visions of like she's at one point she I think it's to Leia. She's talking to one, some other character about. She's like, yeah, I have these. I keep having these dreams, and um, you know, I, I see the first order, and um, and guess who's presiding over it? And they're like Kylo, and she's like, yeah, and me, like the two of us. I see the two of us r- ruling over the, the first order together, yeah. and so throughout throughout the whole movie, you're just like. Is this is this the movie where she goes bad? Like yeah. she flips over to the dark side, right. um, which we haven't seen a lot. We've seen dark side switch over to the to the light, like uh, with Darth Vader, most famously at the yeah. end of Return of the Jedi. Um, we've seen people kind of go that way, and of course Kylo goes over to the, l- the light side. That's that's more common. Yeah. But to see to see a light side person go over to the dark, Anakin would be the the biggest. Young Anakin would be the best big, best example right. of that. That's pottery. But 
Um, but uh, that's something we haven't seen as much. And again, I, like with Ray being my favorite character in all of Star Wars, yeah. my biggest fear throughout the movie was like, oh no, they better not make her dark side. Like that would be like oh, the yeah, one. What would that have been like, dude? I I think the backlash over that would have been just unbelievable. He knew better than to do that. Yeah, he wouldn't have done that. Um, but yeah, I I loved all of that stuff, all of those scenes yeah. of of just the internal struggle uh, for Ray, and then honestly, like. I didn't think we'd see as much internal struggle over Kylo. I wasn't even sure that we would see Kylo turn to the light side. Like, I I really thought that it was probably just going to end with his death, that that Ray was just going to have to kill him. Um, The, I read online, I think it was emergency awesome where someone was saying um, that uh, the, the scene with Han, like where Han appears to him, but it's not, he's not a forest ghost or anything. He's just like in his memory, He's in his mind. Um, he's basically effectively talking to himself, but he's seeing like a mind's projection of, of his father, Han. And, um, that that was originally supposed to be Leia. Yeah. Like Leia. But there's a point where like, they didn't want to CGI that, I guess. I don't know. Well, yeah, I'm sure they would have loved to have actually shot those scenes with Carrie, but you know, obviously Carrie died too soon, but, um, she, I think she was probably supposed to be the one in the script to actually try to pull Ben and say, Hey, Mm -hmm. you know, you need to reconsider. Um, but you know, the best they had was, was, um, Harrison Ford. And I I thought he did a dynamite job. I'm glad I was glad to see him. Yeah. It was a great scene. Um, but that was, we kind of learned that that was the, the moment where he, he decides to, you know, realize what he's really doing and how futile it is and Mm -hmm. that, um, it's not really what he wants. And I, he delivers such a great line. I, I can't quote it, but he says something like, um, uh, I know what I have to do, but I don't, I'm not strong yeah, enough to do it. And that's from The Force Awakens like too, yeah. And I was just like, man, that is so good. Like, I, I my my heart just resonates with, with yeah. lines like that in these right. movies. And honestly, that that stuff doesn't never comes up short for me. Right. So... Um, I liked the the new some of the new characters. Who's that? That little guy, like oh, the little tiny this little guy. Dude, he was so funny. He I was, was funny. I was laughing at everything yeah. he said. He was silly. Uh, he didn't at first didn't sound like he spoke English at all. But then like he would come back with some he would deliver stuff. like a few phrases in Eng- just straight up English. But it was like a funny sounding English. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that I loved his character and how um he was kind of um uh. I, I, I made the joke as we were watching the movie to the guy that uh, my friend that w- I was sitting next to that he's like the code breaker uh-huh. of this movie. Yeah, he <laughs> from was the, from the last Jedi, but um, but like an actual God. an actual code cool break. a cool code breaker. Yeah, like he's he's not... like the only guy that can actually handle you know getting this extract this Sith um, language out of C three PO, but it's yeah. gonna wipe his brain and all that kind of stuff. I, I I totally bought into all that. I loved it. What was the in this movie? And I've said this too. What you have to suspend a lot of disbelief in some spots. The the, time, the space jumping stuff. Yeah. Um. The the bad guy would end, like Kylo Ren would end up on the right planet. I mean, this is a big galaxy, and there's like he's hopping around, falling from everywhere, kind of situation. Um, what was the biggest thing that you felt like you had to suspend your disbelief to just move through in this one? Do you do you have one? I mean, besides the light speed skipping, there's that, but there's another one. I have one in mind. This is like, like a big one, and I and I'm okay with it because it's really cool. But it's like also like how. Um, I don't know. Let me think about that. What? Go ahead. Mine is Palpatine's armada. Oh, that because he had, I'm like, dude. There's like a million ships, and they're all, and they all have Death Star lasers on capabilities. Them. Yeah, and you're like, how? Yeah, that's I, how long have you been working on this? For yeah. I, I, I guess. 
decades. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, right? I, I, the only thing I can suspend my disbelief for on that is he has been working on this for decades. And so these ships, I've been, but they're under the water, whatever it is. That was the part that was like, they oh, made this right, yeah. very dark, like, and I used the word necromancer earlier, like this brought back from the dead quality to him. Palpatine had that look about him. He just looked sick and old. And, yeah. I mean, he had fingers that were rot- rotted it off. It looked so good. And so, I mean, I'm assuming that's his body that fell down the chute, and then someone went and found him down there. Yeah. And they hooked him up, and they've been keeping him alive for this long. Well, and, and he even seems to restore his body a little bit when he once he gets the two of them together and kind of like oh yeah like he's absorbs back. his. I mean, he absorbs their yeah. He's trying to get Ray to kill him. Yeah. So she can make the sacrifice to become a Sith. Which, if she would have struck out in anger and killed him, would she just automatically turned evil? Thoughts? Uh, yeah, I, I. Didn't think, you feel that way? I think, yeah, probably so. That's how it works. Yeah, it's the ceremony of the Sith. I mean, that that is essentially what Palpatine is trying to do to Luke. And all these weirdos are all living in this weird, bizarro planet, right? Yeah, there was a lot of them. I I can't I couldn't tell if those were actual real things or not because they had like um, shown like this cloning facility that he had where he had like three or four Snokes in a no, in a canister. Which, why were they still in there? <laughs> why has they got more Snokes hanging out? <laughs> Um, I don't that was that was one of those too, and I I liked the idea. I, I had made the comment to my wife, and I may have made it on that last Jedi episode we did on HMP that Snoke might just be an Emperor clone. Oh, really? Like literal? Like yeah, like, that's good. The, and then the Emperor good may thought. be at the back end of this in in the long run anyway. He just may be a puppet. Yeah, I don't I don't use the word puppet, but I definitely use the word clone, and I remember saying it. And maybe he looks like the Emperor. Because I remember that was the whole thing of people going, well, who does he look like? And literally one of the fan theories, whenever Snoke first showed up and they saw him, they're like, wait, is that Mace Windu? Someone because he had a big cut on his head. Uh And Mace Windu would have probably had a big cut on his head. And they were like... Literal, like that was one of the thought processes. Um, I did, I did like the the fact that Palpatine was the big bad in this movie makes me feel better about how disposable Snoke was in the, in the, the previous movie. Like yeah. that was that was actually one of my biggest negatives with the Last Jedi was that um, I felt like they were really setting up Snoke to be the the big bad of this entire trilogy of movies. Yeah, because um, he's in the he's in. Um, episode seven he's in episode eight and i thought he was gonna be in episode nine as well as like we gotta take down snoke as the big he's the emperor of this story yeah and then when they just straight up killed him you're like episode eight, i was like what the heck was that well then you're like okay well then i guess now kylo ren has to be the bad guy right and 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 it, we learn even from the crawl of of episode nine is it actually names him supreme leader kylo or supreme leader leader ren or whatever but like yeah. he is the supreme leader in place of snoke at the beginning of this movie and 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 at first I was just like, man, like they really just kind of disposed of of Snoke like he was nothing yeah. in, in Episode Eight. But now knowing like the full story of like what Snoke was, well, like, he literally was just a puppet yeah. for for Palpatine, just a front for Palpatine. Um, it, it makes me feel better about the Last Jedi. Like the, it actually makes more sense. Yeah. Like it, this movie made Eight make more sense, and especially when it came to Snoke for me. But, cool. Um. Uh, what did I just see? How about her taking oh. on Ray Skywalker? Oh, at the very end, yeah, I loved it. Uh, yeah, I loved it. It's perfect. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I, um, I mean, basically, there's a couple theories that floating out there that, like, um, basically, when Ben gives his life, when Kylo gives his life to save Ray's life, uh-huh. um, that they like that they're they're 
their essence, their their force essence or whatever kind of combines. And so she kind of almost becomes him. Like they, they kind of join together into one person. Um, I, I don't know that I buy that. I, I think I'm more just kind of in line with the fact of like, um, Leia became a mother to her. Like she was uh, not blood related in any way, shape or form to Leia. Um, but that Luke and Leia, even though brother and sister, they were, they were like her best par- parent, her parents. parent units yeah. basically for her. And so like, and so when she's on Tatooine and that person says, Hey, what's your family name? Yeah. Like bef- before she even said it, the lady walking out yeah. in the desert. Yeah. What? I have not seen anyone out here for years. Yeah. What's your name? Why are you out here? <laughs> uh, before, like when he said, she said, what's your family name? Uh, before she even said it, I leaned over to the guy next to me. It was like Ray Skywalker. Like she's going to, she's going to do it. Uh-huh. So um, yeah, it was, it was absolutely perfect payoff. Um, I wanted to talk about Palpatine's power. Cause we kind of touched on Dude. it just for a second second dude at, at one point at one point like you, you, it looks like all is lost like poe is like hey i'm really sorry guys like i really yeah. thought we could do something but we were completely outgunned out, outmatched here um by one you know, human with force lightning yeah like and this huge ship this huge well, armada. yeah what i was gonna say is like we see the, the huge armada come in and all of this just like more ships than you've ever seen in a single shot i was just like that was awesome yeah and then they really start to actually kind of you know, kind of turns the tide of the battle and they start winning. And then Emperor Palpatine just with one reach, just reaches out both of his hands yeah. and just electrifies the entire galaxy, like the entire sky around yeah. him. And I was just like, that is awesome. Yeah, like, it is that, awesome. That, that was so cool to watch, like his incredible display of, pay, of yeah. power. Well, he took this uh, Jedi dyad or whatever they call it when it's two powerful Jedis that are basically oh, yeah. one force entity or whatever. Yeah, I totally, he absorbed I totally bought their, that too. He absorbed their power. And now it's Palpatine power plus these other two super powerful Jedi's. Yeah, and he's able to uh, make it happen. Yeah, I, I bought Ray is more powerful. I all of that Ray is more powerful than Kylo Ren. Yeah, for sure. Like in a fight, like honestly, a trained. Could you imagine how powerful a trained Ray would become? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Unbelievable. Yeah. There's that. Um, I think one of the best fight scenes I've ever seen in any Star Wars movie w- was the one um, with the water like crashing over them as they were like on the, the edge of that Death Star. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, like the, the remains of that Death Star. Yeah. Um, how they were like flipping over the water and like jumping from like, yes. you know, uh, wreckage to wreckage and just fighting each other. And there's actually a moment where Ray starts to get really tired and she's starting to get overpowered by Kylo Ren. And um, I was a little surprised by that, but yeah, I like, I, I really felt like she, she was going to be the victor every time that yeah. they got together. Yeah. But um, yeah, that, that was a really cool fight scene. Um, uh, I feel like we really haven't talked very much about Poe and, and Finn. Um, well, because now now Poe's character had a little bit of a resurgence in this. In yeah, this he one. sure did. Uh, as a pilot, yeah, he did a lot of great things as a pilot. Yeah, um, he and Poe, him, he and Finn have a little bit of a back and forth when they land on the moon of Endor. Mm-hmm. Um, just talking about basically, we need to go save Ray. I need to get this ship ready. And it's like, what? What? Like, why are we arguing? Like, <laughs> it was weird. Um. I want one Finn quest- got sidetracked by that by his relationship with yeah the Jana lady. Um, I, although I really liked the the I don't know maybe some people think it's cheesy. I did not think it was cheesy. Um, but the the horses riding on this on the side of that um, star destroyer that's cool. I thought that was cool. I thought it was neat. Um, and how like they shoot down the the um 
bridge or whatever, essentially with that gun, with that, yes. with his own gun. Yes. I thought that was awesome. Really cool. Um, I, I, it left me wondering, does Finn actually have, is he force sensitive? Like there, there were some moments where he had, he's like, I just have a feeling like it was kind of yeah. like, like Leia from episode six, like where he's just like, does she have force powers? Like yeah. she has some abilities and he has, seems to have some of the similar and that, abilities. And that may be why he was able, his, the programming for the, the stormtrooper programming stuff didn't work on him. And maybe it's the same thing with the Janna yeah. girl. Yeah. Interesting. But like. Like Finn again, like I feel bad for Finn from from the first movie he was building towards something. The second movie didn't do him any service, and then he's he's not lost, but he's just like um, mid card, middle middle of the road character in the next one. Yeah, he's 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 definitely been backgrounded since the first episode. Um, and I go back to how like uh, his whole run with Phasma in that second movie. In the first and second movie, how oh, they yeah. didn't use her at all. Yeah, like, it was so this weird. weird like, that, okay, why? Why did you do that? And that then, was that was a big mis- misuse in the Last Jedi that I was. Yeah, upset she's a with. strong like woman. Like, like let's use the str- she's a really strong. That actress is awesome, and let's use her instead. They just like torched her. So weird. Um, we learned uh, quite a bit about her parentage. Um, uh, Ochi is like this. Um, uh, I guess uh, assassin or whatever. Um, a Sith assassin. Yeah, and, Sith assassin. Um, basically, is is trying to like Palpatine's like really afraid of Rey, like when she's born and stuff like that, um, and um, wants to either control her and bring her over to the dark side, or wants to eliminate her. her. Yeah, and so like we, I mean, we learn everything that we need to know about her parents, like that they were. <laughs> Essentially, nobodies. Like in Last Jedi, we learned that they were nobodies. That's what that's Kylo's big line. Except for um, the fact that Palpatine's son or his yeah. daughter. Yeah, I mean, which one is she, it? She in this movie, she says, "You lied to me because you told me that they were nobodies, and they weren't exactly nobodies because Palpatine is my grandfather." Yeah. Um, but essentially, they were relegated to nobodies because they basically took Ray on the run and like tried to hide her basically not not unlike luke and leia right um and um and, and basically they were killed because of her relationship to palpatine so i i loved all learning all that kind of kind of information about um about the two of them her parents i really uh i really thought um i didn't think i would ever know much about palpatine after um because you don't learn anything new about his background in the um, in the episode uh, four, five, and six. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's just this dark character with you know the dark wizard that's in charge of whatever you know the Sith. And but in the prequels, you learned about him. He was the senator. You learned about his rise to power, him taking over power. Yeah. And I didn't think you'd ever learn anything new about him, but here he had a kid. He had a little family. He was a total creepazoid. Yeah. Um, another uh, kind of fan service thing that I, again, totally loved uh, was um, he uh, Ray uh, goes back to that same island that she was on with, with Luke, which it was so funny to see the Porg again and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, um, we uh, get to see an interaction between Ray and Luke, which I thought was a really great uh, scene, and Luke was apologizing almost to her, like he's like, "I was wrong, uh, you know, like I I told you I didn't want to have anything to do with anything that you guys were doing, but I was totally wrong." Um, it's like it just pees on the it pees on the second on the Last Jedi movie. 
Um, Do you I, think? No, I don't really see it that way. Okay. I, I mean, I, I, I liked his 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 motivation in the last Jedi. I, I told because he was trying to buy, to get away from. Yeah, this he was whole just like, world. I'm done, I'm done with that. Like I've been burned. Like yeah. I, I tried, I tried. Like I, I did my best to to raise up a new generation of Jedi, and that completely blew up in my face. And I'm done. Like yeah. I'm, I'm just done with this whole business. Right. And like I totally bought all of that from last Jedi. And then, but then at at the end of last Jedi, he. Changes his he changes his mind even before the end. Yeah, of, that's true. Of Last Jedi, he does. Yeah. So at the end of the Last Jedi, he he basically says, "Okay, I'm I can see that I'm needed," and so he ends up you know basically holding them off enough for them to get away. Um, and then in this one, he's like, he's like, I, "Hey, I was wrong. Like you know you you know you need to intervene. I'll do everything I can to help you." And then the way the best way that he can think to help her besides the lightsaber thing is he gives her his red five. X-wing which is really that comes cool. out of the water which is and awesome. I like I was I was squealing like I was just like dude that is awesome <laughs> that's awesome I like when it, when seeing that thing come come out and then just like the you know the blades of the the yeah. X's you Open know kind of span out I was like yeah. oh that's so great and then she jumps in his X-wing and which, flies off the so. thing is pretty water resistant apparently if yeah, it can do that it's been, been down there for a while like all rested and stuff and it was it was really cool so yeah, I mean this this movie was fan servicey and nostalgia nostalgia to the T, um, and I loved every second of it. I really didn't have a problem with any no. of that stuff. Well, the my, the biggest bummer for me was that it had to cover so much ground in such a small amount of time. Yeah, and that makes for a rushed movie, and it's filled with all kinds of good stuff, all all good stuff. Yeah, but very much like you know. Just a forced kind of a situation. So, um, the, this movie has to have been the biggest cast they've ever had for any film. Oh. Like, because I mean, once you add in Land, you you know, we some of them we had seen in the previous couple movies, like Luke and Leia and Han and stuff like that. But once you add in Lando, and then you still have R two D two, three PO, um, BB eight, Finn, mm-hmm. Poe. It's unbelievable how many people were in this movie. Of course, everyone wants to be in this movie because it's the last chance for the Skywalker saga. <laughs> But um, yeah, it was a huge, huge cast. Yeah. So, but um, I thought it was pretty well done. I, and like I said, it's a, such a tall task. To I, do here's here's my kind of final thought on the movie. Uh, yes, it is a crazy ride. Yes, it hardly ever gives you a moment to process anything that you've just witnessed. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, there's you know some new characters that probably didn't need to int- be introduced that added some complications. You know that kind of thing. But I really feel like Abrams did about the best that he possibly could with what he was given, which wasn't much. Like, I, I feel like he was thrust in, in a literally impossible situation. With no time, no time to do it. Yeah, and I think he did about as good as anyone could possibly do in that in that kind of situation. Yeah, crazy. So... This is a movie I will see again in theaters. I, I'll 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 buy another ticket and go see it and watch it again. Um, I thought it was great before it leaves theaters. So, um, it, it, while it's not in my top, I might even put it in my top five. It's definitely not my top three of the Star Wars series as a whole. Um, but it it might be like number four or five for me. I I really really enjoyed it. So, um, I like I said true truly enjoyed it. Thought it was a a, a really nice way to end it. I, it was a hard. I, w- I would have liked to have. I don't know. I, again, to go back to that, give me the who's the who's going to be the Kevin Feige for the Star Wars universe. Yeah. Situation. Who can give you cohesion the whole time? Like who can be the guy, the 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 guy or the girl that's in charge of the whole thing? Um, and that's where the buck stops. 
and who can throw in creative uh, processes and keep, I don't know, keep yeah. things kind of uh, squared away. Colin, so. Colin Trevorrow is the original director. We're he, to uh, his name. You know, his other movies that he directed were uh, Land Before Time. Oh. I'm just joking. I, I don't know what else he did. Is that him? Yeah. Click on his uh, bio there. Let's see what else he's done. He kind of looks like J.J. Abrams. He is J.J. He's actually a clone of J.J. Abrams. Um, I just saw Jurassic World. Lego Jurassic World. Oh, just <laughs> Jurassic World. Oh, man. Another Jurassic Park movie coming up. I, again, I, I don't know. He actually wrote the story. Yeah. Um, for Rise of Skywalker. Replaced by J.J. Abrams. Interesting. Um, uh, last thing I'll mention as far as like powers, like force powers and stuff like that. This is actually a tie into the Mandalorian, which we mainly have been talking about on yeah. on this episode uh-huh. or on this uh, podcast. Uh, she force heals in, in the same way that um, Baby Yoda does yeah. in Episode Seven of the Mandalorian. Not once, but twice in the movie, and I, I thought that was really She's super interesting. powerful. Yeah. It was cool to to super powerful to see actually two characters in the same week yeah have that use that power yeah which has not really been used very very much yeah in the series as a whole so it's pretty cool yep good uh, stuff man so uh, yeah uh, obviously if you if you've been listening to us uh, talk about this for over an hour now uh, you, you've already watched the movie uh, give us your thoughts on it Disney Plus reviews at hotmail.com if you want to um, kind of give us your thoughts we'd love to uh, mention it obviously spoiler it's got to be spoiler free if we're going to have it on just a normal episode of the Mandalorian yes. uh, talk but uh, let us know what you thought about the movie I, I'd, love, I'd love to get some some other reviews um, here on the show and um, join us uh, continue to watch the Mandalorian and join us next week yes. as we talk about the finale. So send us your ideas about what to uh, cover after Mandalorian goes on its uh, hiatus. Yeah, till our new season comes out. It may take a year. Yeah, they're they're only shooting it now, so like yeah, it's going to take a while for them to post product uh, so, post produce that. Exactly, it's hard to get that many blurg rounded up. Yeah, yeah, they tend to be uh, hard to catch. Well, they're hard to catch, and they'll eat you. Yeah, they will straight up eat you. They will. Blurg. And they trust you. Once they get trust you, they like you. All right. Until then, the force will be with you. The force will be with you. Always. All right. Good job, Phil. Come everybody else. See you soon. <laughs>